Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk a bunch of animated shows and movies here with new podcasts every other Wednesday. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by April Collins. Hi there! And Michelle Ander. Hello! Uh, we are back talking The Owl House on this week's podcast, uh, getting into everything from... Season two that we know about, season two theories is what we're calling this, but we're basically going to go over everything we know that uh, from the show and from some outside information that will probably um, be a part of season two of The Owl House. And then we're going to weave some theories to uh, go over as to what might be happening, more focused on like the lore, um, some plot points that are going on. So some interesting things as The Owl House has a uh, only the beginnings, I think, of what's going to be a much deeper lore. Um, so it should be fun to speculate on. Uh, as mentioned, find everything at OverlyAnimated.com. Find our past Owl House podcasts. Uh, last time we talked about Lumity, and now this is the not Lumity Everything Else podcast. So <laughs> the Everything Else podcast. That's how it, that's how it works. Yeah, and the I mean, yeah, fandom fifty percent Lumity, probably more than that, fifty percent other things about the Owl House. So we're gonna cover. Um, I mean, you know, well, there, there's there's more t- character topics I think that we can talk about in the future, but this this time is like what um, what interesting lore things could be happening in season two as we look forward to season two of the Owl House. Now has not yet been announced. You know, I'd say probably going to be sometime from like March to June. It's pretty broad range, but yeah, we're we're gonna eventually get there this year as we uh, get to to season two. Um, only other one thing a thing I want to mention is um, if you're enjoying podcasts, uh, make sure to leave feedback for me somewhere. There's a bunch of places you can leave feedback. Um, find all them on the website. If you're commenting on YouTube or anywhere else, leave an iTunes review. Would very much appreciate the feedback to know what you guys are enjoying. Um, as we're doing some different sorts of topics here, um, and also just that you're liking what uh, we're talking about. Uh, but let's get into the uh, season two theories. Um, we can. I, I have this question here to start things off, which is, um, what's non-lumity uh, part? Uh, they, you know, we have some things listed on the outline here. We're going to go over what what non-lumity thing are you most excited to see addressed? in season two could be something listed here or could or could be more of like a vague uh, thing april what do you think what's what's uh getting you most excited for season two i'm ex- i'm excited for the Eda curse like how we're gonna sort of go about that i think it's gonna be really exciting just also i love Eda. <laughs> yes yeah, so Eda things in general yeah, well, and, like, because Lilith, like, took some of the pain or whatever, so what exactly does that entail? Like, they di- they sort of really left that, like, up in the air, because it, like, decursified uh, Ida, and now she can't do magic, but, like, what effects did it have on Lilith? So, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot to, there's a lot to explore with that little topic, Nice. Yeah, that's that's a that's a big thing. Um, we'll see if the curse is still a plot point or if it's the effects that we see at the season one finale of the curse of them having lost the ability to do magic at the very least. Eda potentially also Lilith. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something we're going to talk about here. Uh, Michelle, how about you? What are you most uh, excited for? Honestly, I'm <laughs> I'm most excited about that too, but not so much. Like, I mean, I am really excited about Eda and Lilith's relationship having to be in a different place and being in a really good place for a Lilith to potentially 
get back into Edith's good graces um, and to kind of see if they can make amends or at least if not by the end of the season to start taking some of those steps. But like for me, it's more in terms of, okay, if neither of them potentially can do magic intrinsically anymore and they have to relearn it from loose then I feel like that's going to set us up into a really nice, like, this is this is a part of, like, my whole thing where I'm like, oh, we're going to dismantle, like, Bellos's hierarchy structure. And maybe the way they're going to do that is through, you know, figuring out how to do magic a different way. And, you know, maybe, like, contacting some of the other wild witches, quote-unquote, and forming, like, a band of, like, alternative citizens and to me, that's just very, very exciting because the idea of, like, destroying a hierarchy system is so... It's just, I don't know, I don't feel like we see that a lot, but it's really exciting that this could potentially be a big part of the show moving forward. So in terms of, like, plot stuff, I'm just, I'm really excited about the direction that could take and if Ida and Lilith end up being kind of the main people in charge of steering that... Whereas Luz could, you know, have her own stuff going on. I think that could be really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the preview of uh, a potentially larger view of the the season that seems like you, you might have here. Um, so we're going to get into that. Um, and also, I like tying the Ida Lila stuff to, to that, uh, you know, potential going against the Emperor uh, thing. I think, I think uh, yeah, I think a lot of the stuff's probably ends up tying together in the season. So I like uh, that mindset here. I'll say in terms of most excited, I mean, you know, trying to not give Lumity or Amity stuff as an answer. Um, I'll say... <laughs> it's yeah, hard, Gosh, hard for me. It. <laughs> um, I think the, everything with the portal, a little bit vague here, but uh, just lose being mm. cut off from the human world um yeah. and that relates to Belos uh, building the portal um but just like what's that going to mean character wise i think is really interesting um there's a lot of i think uh, we have a few different bullet points here that are kind of related to generally the connection between the human world and um their their witch realm so uh i think i think that's really interesting i'm also just interested in theories on how those are tied together um, so I guess, I guess we can, we can start here, although we're going to boost the eat a little stuff up since you guys are excited for that. But I do want to start with the, um, portal Bellos is building, um, because that's how we end season one. Um, Bellos is building a portal for, by the day of unity. Um, we don't know what much, much other detail, many, uh, much other than that, I think about, uh, what's, what's we're headed, but this is kind of the hook into season two. Uh, Bellos is, uh, building this portal because the one that Ida had is destroyed by Luz, right? Um, yeah. yeah. So right now, no connection, but Bellos is building it. So I think it's interesting, like, why is he building the portal? Just in terms of, like, uh, season two, like, when will this be finished by? We have a, a day that we're given, so is the day of but unity. But we don't know when that day is. We don't know. Like, so, so, so it's, like, approaching. Yeah, so is that the season two finale? I think that's a big possibility. Um, is it the mid-season finale? I think that'd be great if we, um, like, are, are going even faster <laughs> Just right that. past it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think... Uh, it, it, I think both both could be interesting just having a season set up structured knowing that we're going to this um big climactic event or like uh approaching that event earlier and then who knows what's happening that would be pretty exciting too um but for me what's exciting about bellas building the portal is like why is he doing this what is what is his plan what's Um, his deal what's your in general what is his deal yeah yeah like the other tight like titans like 
he's always talking about the Titan. And so mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, maybe he's not trying to necessarily get to the human world, like, world but maybe he's trying to like get a new titan because maybe like magic is running out or something like that (laughs) i don't know yeah so i think a lot of a lot of theories people are having are involving the titan um and we don't know a lot of details but what the their uh their society is on the the dead titans right Yeah. yeah More than that, though, the Titan's the one that gave them magical abilities, which kind of implies that if it wasn't for him landing in that spot, everyone affected by it, like if they were out of his orbit, they wouldn't have inherited magical properties. So like my theory is like the Titan kind of fed into all the living creatures in the area like radiation, except it was good magic radiation that made them more awesome instead of terrible normal radiation and they've like you know they've kind of mutated essentially to have like you know bile sacs and stuff but that that's something that took maybe a few generations for them to really you know have naturally that that they could be born with but i like i think that's a huge deal like the titan basically bestowed them with magic and that's kind of crazy yeah. Okay. So this is this is going to be. I think. I think this is the main topic. This relates to a lot of stuff here. We're bringing in the Titan, Bellos's motivation, sources of magic. Um, I think this is the main thing that people are excited to theorize about. All vaguely this uh, this, this sort of thing. Um, but uh, the, the to me, this leads Michelle. What Michelle is talking about is like, what's the genesis of the witches in uh, in yeah. the show? Is like, yeah. I think here's a big potential theory we can start off with. Were witches originally humans? I was wondering about that. Yeah, because like their ears are different. They got bile sacs. But besides that, there's not. I mean, they look they look They're very, very human-like. humanoid. Right, yeah. so Michelle, Michelle brought up the possibility of like maybe they're originally humans that uh, mutated to have the capability to do magic. We know magic comes from the, uh, the source of a bile sac. Um, pretty gross uh, thing to, to show. <laughs> I love it. It's so it's so gross, but it's like it's a part of our body, like a liver. It's like, oh, okay. I guess yeah, I, I guess we out. have gross parts of our bodies too. So I can do that. Yeah, but so maybe the, it's, they look like humans. I mean, other than the bile sac and the ears, do we know of any differences? Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, so they they could have just been humans that over time or pretty quickly because of yeah the Titan's magic. Is it because they're located there? Um, I think it's because they're located there. I think it 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 maybe yeah. affected different creatures different ways because you do have like straight up monster looking things in the town, but I think like it affected them all to an extent. And anything outside of its orbit probably isn't magic, which is kind of crazy. Like something that's like twenty five miles away, maybe like the creatures look totally different because the Titan didn't land there. Uh, this is really exciting to me because yeah. every every show I always want my big theory is the the magic people were humans like that's always my theory um, <laughs> like I have a season universe the crystal gems created by humans that was my theory so I always that th- this show it's like this is like one of the main things that you're led to believe I feel like right after season one this is a big possibility um, like we're we're start right on the theory spot we're right off the bat we're addressing this so I love it I love if this is the direction we're going and I do think the other possibility <laughs> other than like all the witches are humans is or were originally humans was maybe just bellows is yeah no a, bellows? A, either he's a, just a human or he was a human that mutated but the rest of the witches are a different species 
Um, I like that because he does have like a very glowy eye when we do see his blue eye when Luce cracks his face mask. I mean, it felt very unnaturally glowy, but the idea that like maybe it's because he like, you know, he tried a bunch of weird experiments because he was just a human. I mean, because like it's kind of like so if if the, the everyone who <laughs> came out of the Titan landing there got this magic radiation and then it just became organic, he wanders in and starts immediately trying to control it and he sets up all these systems to control it and harness more power. I mean, it, it's hard, like, yeah, maybe some random person would just see an opportunity, but it makes extra sense if they have less to start with, that they would try more aggressively than the average witch to hold on and build an empire around it, because it's, like, more, <laughs> it's a bigger deal to them because they didn't have it naturally, you know what I mean? So there's, like, a lot of logic behind him potentially not being a witch naturally, I feel. Yeah, I think I think either of these possibilities where all of the the, the witches were originally human or Bellus is a human um, are potential motivations for Bellus mm-hmm. building the portal, which is why I think we're talking about it now. So like if Bellos knows that, like so if Bellos knew that they were all human, but no one else knows that, then he he, he might want to build the portal to go back to Earth. Just, I mean, because he's curious, because he wants to get back home, because he thinks that there's, um, like, uh, some something they can accomplish. He claims, I, I think he claims in the the finale to not want to conquer Earth. Like, I, I think he he says like that's not what his motivation is. So, um, maybe he has some sort of knowledge here that everyone else doesn't have, or maybe he himself was just a person like Luz who stumbled 50 years ago, stumbled into the magic realm and uh, figured out maybe much like Luz how to harness magic and conquered their world. Because we know from the finale that um, this was only 50 years ago that Bellows set up this power structure. Um, there could be some Bellows lose parallels going on. What if, boy, here's a new theory. What if Bellows is a uh, future lose who like traveled <gasps> back in time? Oh, thank God. I was afraid you're going to say what if Bellows is loses dad. And I was ready to get very, <laughs> oh, angry. well, that, no, that's a, that's a legit theory. What I said oh, was, no, I just, what I said, I said is just a stupid thing. I just made up, but people actually do believe Bellows is loses dad. Oh, so we could, we'll have to talk about that at some point, but, uh, I guess. <laughs> what? The thing is, Luz has a mom. We don't know of Luz's dad. So, of course, that means fans are going to speculate who's Luz's dad. Is it going to be someone that's revealed in the show? Um, Bellos, I think, is the only real contender right now. What if King is Luz's dad who got turned into a demon thing? Um, oh, my God. A lot of, also, a lot of King theories because we don't know King's backstory, right? That, yeah. So, oh, my God. I want to tie that together. <laughs> April, what, are you buying or selling the either possibility of the witches being human or Bellos himself being a human? Oh, yeah. I think those are totally, like, probable. I could see either one of those happening, honestly. Like, I think the idea that, like, all of the witches sort of evolved from, like, humans is kind of exciting. But I guess, like, why? Well, I guess because Bella showed up 50 years, like, ago and was like... Y'all gotta do this right or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that was, I think it could be both, though, too. Like, maybe because they said that it was only 50 years ago that, like, everyone was just sort of running around and doing whatever magic that they wanted. And it wasn't only until, like, he established that, oh, you're using magic wrong. Like, it, it that kind of makes sense, though, too. And then also, like, why, like, having a human there is such a big deal too because he's been the only human 
And he doesn't want anyone else to know that they can all just do whatever magic. Yeah. Well, certainly he's controlling their magic. And um, I think that can play into a lot of different things. But um, yeah, I think I think both could be true. Um, I think it could it could just be that witches uh, long ago evolved from humans. But now Bellos is it was just a human that stumbled into their, their world. Um, I think that's that's like the most interesting, immediately uh, applicable thing that could happen, that the, the direction that the show could go into. Um, it's, it's like, I guess, other reasons why he could be building a portal. Maybe he wants to harness magic from Earth. Um, he needs something from Earth to do something with magic. Like, does he need, like, right, does he, does he need to, like, get something from there in order to further his rule? Um, I think he's going to try and get another Titan because, like... Do, do we do we know of multiple titans? By the way, whenever we say titans, we're gonna uh, obviously immediately think of final space. Well, yeah, uh, me too. But well, that's <laughs> I know it's also, a little confusing. It, but that's also like I guess kind of where that theory could come from too. Like he's trying to build a portal to get to where the rest of the titans are because is this going to be a crossover with final space? Yeah, next season? absolutely. This would not surprise me. But also, <laughs> it wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> Anything's possible, Dylan. Disney and Adult Swim are teaming up for (laughs) the Owl House Final Space crossover. Um, But, I mean, that wouldn't... Because he's obviously, like, power hungry. Like, he's he's the only person who's allowed to do, you know, all of the magic. So, why wouldn't he want another Titan to make them even more powerful because that's where all of their power comes from is the the corpse of the titan so so like one corpse of a titan two corpses of a titan even more powerful i really like that because as we've established before in previous podcasts like he uses palismans to absorb power which means it doesn't last on him forever but if he could access a new titan and absorb the magic radiation firsthand then maybe he could like grow his own bile sack and it would save him a lot of effort you know? Okay, let's bring in. Yeah, we can bring in the palismans too. So yeah, all all of the Bellows stuff. Okay. Um. So yeah, we, we the Be- Bellows appears to be. I feel, nothing is. We don't really know anything for sure with Bellows, but Bellows appears to be um eating palismans. Um. We see that we see this happen. Absorbing them, the absorbing their blood juice. Yeah. Yeah. D- Delaney their said. Life spirit. <laughs> This is Delaney said Bellos absorbing magic. He crushes palismans and seems to absorb their life force. Is it to grow more powerful or because he lacks magic or is weakened? So, yeah, yeah, it's the second one. Um, it could, it could be that Bellos, if we want to tie all these together, if we're trying to big brain deduce the whole plot of the Alas, could be the, could be that, uh, Bellos, uh, was originally human and now he's absorbing the palismans to try to, yeah, maybe he just wants to grow his own bile sack. Maybe he wants to be some other form of magic, naturally magic. It's some like old witch was like, if you absorb the souls of these palismans, then you will grow your own bile sack. And he's like, yeah, it didn't work. It it hasn't worked, but he's not giving up. He's not giving. He's still he's still <laughs> on board. He's hiding him over in the meantime. It's like yeah. taking this medication, but he wants to find a cure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a thing shows lots often do. He could be sick, um, and then he, the way he's not dying is by eating palismans. It could be that he Maybe should. He's cursed in his own way. Yeah, I like because again, if he was experimenting with ways to absorb magic after stumbling on this community that had had it for generations, there's no way he's getting it. Then maybe he tried a bunch of random stuff, and it kind of. I mean, because again, like I wonder why he's so. 
he's so covered like literally his outfit you you can't see any part of actual him He's just so covered from head to toe. We have no idea really what he looks like besides that one eye reveal. And maybe it's because he looks awful. I mean, maybe he's not trying to hide being human. Maybe he looks terrible because all experiments like just blew up in his face. But now he like knows what to do. He knows he has to find a Titan or something. After all those failed experiments, he like figured out the true way to harness magic. Yeah, he could be cursed, he could have, like, messed with magic too much, and that's hurt him, or he, maybe he's just, like, old, um, and he's, like, an, an old... <laughs> he's, he's just old. Well, it's 50 hey, years ago, he's, like... He's, like, like wrinkles. Yeah, so he's, he's, like, an old billionaire doing, like, blood transfusions of young people to try to, <laughs> like, that. that's what I think of with the Palismans. Um, like, it could be that, but it probably, it's probably more interesting if it's, like, he's cursed or hurt in some way from what he's been trying to do. Maybe all of the above, but yes, the Palisman's sustaining him. That's definitely possible. I don't think it's, like, I don't think we know that for sure, but that's one of the things that you're most led to believe. Um, maybe the Palismans just power him up. Like, maybe that's why he's able to control everyone is because he... He's figured out this technique to absorb their magic. Um, I think. I think. Regardless, it does seem like he's consuming them for magical purposes, but um, we don't have a lot of information thus far. Uh, but and you know, we 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 saw the I think like episode ten, we saw like all the 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 all the palismans, and so this is like a pretty villainous uh, thing for him to be doing to to maintain power. Um, yeah, I mean, but back to the 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 portal. Um, I mean, do like so. This is uh, this is his like ultimate plan. Um, and I think, and I, I going going back to something Michelle said before. The the one of the things I think powering a lot of um theories here is the fact that we learned in the finale that this was only like fifty years ago that our current power structure um was established on in on this realm for Bellos. So um he. So I think I think that's like going to be a key component of a lot of these theories, which I, I like. I think to a lot of us, that's like really exciting, like because that's um, maybe it's easier to upend him. Um, maybe yes. we can get into the origins of it more. Um, it's, There's it's, just so much potential, right? Because 50 years, like in the grand scheme of things, 50 years is pretty short, but 50 years can have a huge impact on your sense of what's normal in terms yeah. of like how your society is established. And to me, the exciting potential about this is that like the day of unity could either be the day where this power is solidified to the extent where it could last for 300 or so more years or the society could be upended because it's still a little early, right? So either it's going to get way worse and more controlled after that, or it could be dismantled entirely. I feel like that's the really nice thing about that, like, 50-year sweet spot. It's not quite old enough that it feels like it was forever things were this way. But if they implement really intense things that make it a lot harder to go back to the way things were before, then it kind of will be forever, for the next like three or four generations plus so that's like what's so like yes like i love the like we don't know but like there's a real chance they could destroy it because it is only 50 years old yeah yeah i i, I, I agree like i think i think that and the i concept of wild witches were my favorite things introduced mm. in the finale of the mythology um so i think those are really exciting um wild I, witches. yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, that's a little, okay. Let's talk about that. There's like a, a lot of, I want to get back to the Titan too, but, um, yeah, like, so this is, this is something I've introduced in previous pods, but like, I think just they bring up that, um, there's like the, the wild witches are people who don't abide by Bellos's like coven system, 
uh, magic rule where you can only do one type of magic wild, which is could do any types of magic, right? Um, we don't, I don't think we know for sure that there are existing other wild witches right now. I think he's like, we, we learn he's specifically persecuting them. Um, I think when we saw those like stoned people with the plaques under them and then they had like the spot where Ida was gonna go, I think they've, they've been singling them out and eliminating mm-hmm. them as threats for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's, that's like what's presented. No, so maybe we can unstone people and that's, uh, maybe that would be awesome. There's an army right there. You unstone all those. Right? Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that is what we're doing. I was thinking that there's just people they haven't caught yet out there. Um, and I so, mean, that's also, a that's also true. Yeah, I think they could be both. So uh, I mean, that, we that... don't know how big like the world really is outside yeah. of outside of Bonesboro. Isles. Yeah, or yeah. the Bones. Are there other places in the Boiling Isles outside of Bonesboro? Are there other places outside of the Boiling Isles? I think the Boiling Isles would be what we would call their world right now, based on our understanding. Um, but I there think could... it's at least the main city. I don't. There could be like pockets outside, like north and south of. Like, maybe they're in the ribcage, right? If it's a whole Titan. Maybe they're, like, in the ribcage where the city is, but they could go up to, like, the neck or, like, down to the leg or something. Feel that connection. Yeah. <laughs> and see yeah, other could, people. Yeah, be, I think I just generally venturing into other realms. Like, so I, I imagine in season two we're going to, at some point, go past the owl house into other places i i I would have to expect that i mean if if we're going the route of like there's other wild witches we could meet um Mm -hmm. then maybe we go past beyond maybe they go camping beyond the house or maybe we (gasps) move the owl house oh my god just like amphibious season two i would love that if they did that because like magic is such a big deal and bellows has only been doing his system for 50 years if they went up to like again like the neck of titan and they find this old like campy lady who's like a farmer witch or something she's like yo check this out like i got this crazy kind of kooky farm magic but if you learn how to do this like bells has never seen this before and they and he's gonna freak out yeah so like the one like 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 um april was saying like eden will they're in a great position to learn new kinds of magic because they lost theirs already so if they figure out how to do different kinds of magic that the city isn't aware of and they recruit random witches on the way that's like a two for two deal that's pretty good deal to start an army yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if if we're doing a rebellion, which we can get uh, get to that next, is uh, you know having other <laughs> other wild witches is a, a crucial component here. Um, so I, I think that would be. I mean, that's the basis of like the rebellion like opposes Bellos's um, constraints on magic. So these are the people that don't buy into the constraints or have freed themselves. Maybe there's people born into the wild. Is there parts of the Boiling Isles yeah. that people aren't born into the govern system that Bellos doesn't have rule over? I think those, those would be really interesting things to explore. Um, just like seeing other Eda types, like that's just one of the most exciting possibilities for me. Um, you know, maybe seeing other older women witches or just older witches in general. Um, and, and also just Ida, like, uh, knowing that this is like the concept of what Ida is, is, um, put things together for me a little bit. I still don't really understand why Ida, like, sells human merchandise, um, or make a living. Yeah. She just finds it fascinating and it's a niche that other people in town aren't interested in. So there's a market for it because she's the only one. Right. But why, you know, 
know, why is it if there if there are other wild witches like and and she's being persecuted by them, but why is she so interested? Why is this what cons- I mean, I guess it's like well, a hobby, maybe like, she's uh, also like she's also the only person who's had a portal that we know of. Why does Ida have a portal? That's another mm, that's big true. thing I want to know about. Um, or did she have? <laughs> because a she's a super powerful witch, Dylan. She's, I mean, she's she the most powerful witch we 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 know about. Um, that's yeah. what the show has said. Uh, her so, own sister couldn't defeat her, even in her weakened state. That's true. That's a, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And in, in general, that if, if Ida is the most powerful witch in the Boiling Isles, and Belos has been seeking out all the wild witches, presumably Ida would be like top of uh, the want, most wanted list. And she, she has been. And she has been. But why? You know, why haven't they sent more than just Lilith and a few guys out there to to try to stop her? I guess maybe that maybe there's a longer history of this that we don't know that we haven't heard about yet. I'm um, sure there is. And also you have to like I guess like understand too is that like Lilith at this point is the head of the coven. Mm-hmm. And so it, you don't just like get there overnight, you know what I mean? Like you have to work to get to those high ranks. And so it probably wasn't until they were just like, "Oh yeah, this is Lilith, like Ida's sister." Let's make use of that as, you know what I mean? Like, yes, there are probably other attempts before Lilith. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 to me, like, Ida, I, I feel like there's this, this kind of wacky Ida that we were originally presented with. And, um, I would like to see this a lot tie in more into this, this bigger plot, wherever we're going with that. Um, so, I mean, we can, we can get to, uh, how, for, I have like a, a potential, she, like, she's addendum like a fun loving lady. Yeah, I mean, like, I think she can be that and also be like a rebellion warrior. You know, I think that's probably where we're where we're going. Um, I think but... I I wonder if like she's at such a point where it's just like goofy. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point in your rebelliousness, you're it, you seem very like silly. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's been she's through so much stuff that she just, yeah. I think it could be that maybe Luce is the one that figures out how to organize this rebellion and maybe Ida's right, like yeah, at let's her talk disposal. Yeah. Because like, I do think like for Ida, it's never, she like represents so much possibility for a different kind of reality for everyone. But that's not something she seems directly aware of. For her, it's always been like, she wanted to have life on her own terms and that happened to be at odds with the system at large, right? So for her, it's like a very personal, like she just wants to be herself to her full potential. And that isn't what Bellos wants. So like that's her, her, that's her personal conflict. But the fact that she is a wild witch is like a very real kind of oppositional force in general against Bellos. So I don't know if Ida even has the inclination right now to start any movements because she's always just kind of been doing this for herself. But I think Luz could be the one to step in and like see that potential Ida has and to channel that and make it into like an actual movement. She might have more reason to want that than Ida herself. And maybe that comes from Luz being kind of an outsider to the system. So she has like a fresher perspective of how it could be kind of messed up, you know, because she didn't grow up with it. Yeah, so yeah. I think what you presented makes the most sense based on what we've seen so far from the show. Um, so yeah, I just like Ida, like not she maybe she's not even aware of any other wild witches. Like she's just like we really, what we've seen makes sense for what she's experienced that we know of. She's just she's really just doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like 
again, I like I agree with you, Tilla, that she probably doesn't even know if there are other wild witches or if there are. She d- probably just doesn't really care because even whenever she like sort of renounced like the whole like coven system and everything like that, she literally was just like, eh, I don't feel like fighting my sister. I don't really want to join a coven and like walk, tried to walk away. And that was it. Like, it's not like she was just like, no, I'm not joining, you know, the coven system because I don't believe in this. Like, she literally just had no interest in it. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, I, you know, she's been cursed since like high school. Right. And like, so yeah. she, like, like she's been going through a lot and she's um and, and had to deal with like not adhering to the norms. It, like if 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 what we've seen from Ida is just like her living her version of her rebellious life, I think that does make sense with what we've been presented. I want to present another possibility. I do think this is not as much with what we've seen so far from the show, but it's something that would be the most exciting to me is what if season two starts and the curtain is pulled back and we know that Ida, Ida actually has been part of the rebellion all along and she's just never told Luz about it. I love um, that. Like she's like, Luz, Luz you're yes. ready. Luz, you're you ready to know now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. So it's like Maybe, so far like, we've seen from only thing. Maybe the cape? Maybe the cape yeah, was part of that. That could be a, that could be a thing. Yeah, <laughs> the cape one. does seem kind of random so far. It's true. Um, that's like, here's, here's your traditional rebellion garb. You, you're, here's, yeah. <laughs> By donning these colors, you now <laughs> represent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like, if we, like, I, I love the, the concept of us getting into a revolution now. So to me, like, the most exciting way to do that is Luz is just thrust into that now. It's like, Luz, you faced off, you freed me from the Emperor, you're ready, you're coming into this rebellion that I am a part of now with the other wild witches. And this has been kind of the thing that has been uh, lurking behind Ida this whole time. Maybe her selling human objects is like a front for this larger rebellion. Make her appear harmless. Like to me, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like, like everyone, like everyone knows how powerful anything. she is. She's just an old kook, but right? Yeah, she selling boxes. Uh... <laughs> no, exactly. Like, it, she, like people know for whatever reason they know that she's super powerful. But if she just appears to be a weird lady, then uh, they're not going to bother her, and she can go behind with this rebellion behind the scenes. Uh, like to me, this is the number one thing they could do to like make to tie a lot of stuff together with Ida and the the plot and stuff. Um, I wonder if this is something they would do. Uh, but like, because we would just we don't have to like spend a lot of episodes going into the wild and sl- slowly meeting people and like ramping. Like we don't have to ramp up to anything. What if we're just like right there, like right away? Like I just I think that would be really exciting. That would be really exciting. It would, again, that means that defeating Bellos might take a lot less time. And thinking about what would come after is also very exciting. Though, personally, I'll say, like, I, I am so for those, like, slow episode-by-episode character interactions where they meet a random person and they become important to them and they come back later in some meaningful plot way. Like, I'm all about that. So if they did take a season just wandering around meeting people... Um, outside the boiling aisles and like slowly recruiting people and deciding what they wanted to do like i'd kind of be all for that because that is my jam i'm sure that would be good too very very amphibia-esque um yeah exactly i, I was gonna say earlier they're the pill the portal he's building is to amphibia right that that would be the crossover. oh um, okay that the frogs would just they would be so grossed out by all the frog people. They wouldn't want to go there. They'd be uh, safe. I feel like sure that's normal to them, be... given the inhabitants of the boiling. I don't know. They, I, they have, say, they I don't know that they would be like turned away from that. 
<laughs> Honestly, both of these Disney shows have like a little bit of a horror vibes to them in terms of their <laughs> creatures and it. aesthetic. And yeah, Fair it's an inter- interesting time. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, how how likely do we think that is that there's this there's this like Ida has some something going on, even if it's not like Luz, you're ready. Like I mean, that would be a lot. Um, but like there's something Ida has not told Luz about. How likely is that versus what uh, Michelle presented? Like we know what everything about what he does gone through and that kind of makes sense already i think it it's it's very possible because you know we only know so much about ida like we don't know what she did for all of that time between like her getting cursed and then upon meeting Luz. like she could have been doing anything you know what i mean like she could have been interacting with all these different people she could have been traveling by herself with king maybe that's how she got king because we don't even know that Mm -hmm. so she's she's a mysterious woman and there's a lot i think still to uncover about her and then if if she's secretly a part of a rebellion that's great like i love that (laughs) so bonus points if there's a secret rebellion secret rebellion bonus points or there could be a secret rebellion and maybe even like Ida doesn't know about it. And then, mm. like, maybe Lilith has heard, like, rumors or something. But, Ooh, like, yeah, and she's like, but then, now that I don't like Bellos, like, I'm going to tell you all the deets about. Yeah, yeah. Ida, Lilith, yeah, Lilith would have information. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we have Lilith. Like, we keep forgetting that, like, we have her on our, on our side now and that she can bring so much to the table, especially when they're, like, combating against Bellos. So it's, it's exciting. But I do think that, like, I feel like we're going to have, like, a slow burn until we get to Velos, and then, like, Velos is going to be gone in, like, an episode <laughs> or yeah, something two, like that. Two, two things about that. Yeah, one is, like, I think it's a good counter-argument, which is, like, we, we've we learned a lot about Ida so far, and we have what seems to us to be a complete, a complete picture of her, which... Um, is to the credit of what they did in season one. But, you know, it's like, we, we know about the curse, we know about the relationship with Lilith. There's still, like, probably a few decades of her life yeah. which we haven't been accounted for mm-hmm. yet. There's um, so much. Because, again, like, we only know the small bit that they've given to us that's only been relevant up until this point. Like, so there could be, you know, a whole nother... What happened in the 20-whatever tw- the years between yeah. the flashbacks we saw and now, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, in that... And so, yeah, that didn't like the, having that information didn't serve us in season one, but in season two, it could like one hundred percent like bring to light or help move the plot forward. Yeah, that that's my thinking. Is I'm I, I'm not like I'm not sure it's super likely that. Um, there's this whole setup behind the scenes and we'll immediately go right to that, that like the, there's this huge curtain pull with Ida, but there has to be some things we don't know about yet. I think it would make more sense that there would be some things we don't know about versus we know everything at this point. Like I think there's two, the, it, it makes too much sense to, we've really only seen one season and um, we still haven't gotten the full picture of Ida. So I do think we're going to have some reveals to come, whether it be some like extreme backstory, extreme other elements to Ida that we don't know about yet or Past some just lovers. minor things. Well, that, yeah, let's that, that is something. Yeah. Episodes, they come back. That, that Ida has mentioned, you know, past boyfriends. So, um, that, oh that, my that, gosh, I can't wait to meet more of her ex boyfriends. <laughs> uh, and and then King is another big element of it too. Is like we know yeah. nothing about uh, what King is. Um, we literally know nothing about King except that he was supposedly a demon. Yeah. Oh, and, and he is still a demon, isn't he? Yes, 
He's just Pres- an adorable David. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a there's a really sad backstory. Maybe he's like the last of his kind and his oh, dad no. or mom was like the ruler. And so he's like, oh, yeah, one day I will be king. And now like something happened. Or maybe he, he says that he's king because he knows his parents are gone. Yeah, he's, like a he's, a, he's, he's a former like, prince. Oh, exactly, no. that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. like a royal <laughs> demon family, but like for whatever reason, they're not around anymore. And he's the last one, which would be very sad. But motivation to be a real king one day, I guess. Be a real, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I can come back to him. The other thing I wanted to say for, for what we're talking about before is this concept of Bellows not being the final boss. I think that's always a question: is like, do we mm. is the final boss on the table right now? Is this a thing like Avatar where we know about Ozai and Ozai's the the final boss, or is this more of a Kipo situation? Some minor spoilers for Kipo, where Scarlemagne's the big bad on the board. He's not the who ends up being the big bad in the end. We have this additional season of a new threat that comes to light in the season two. It maybe uh, Al has a similar structure to Kipo. Three seasons, probably somewhere between three or five, three and five seasons. It's going to end up being if we're lucky. Um, and uh, so maybe Bellos is the shock is that he ends up being defeated at the end of season two and uh, like what remains after or some other threat some like Kikimora Kikimora claims power I mean she's she's the biggest wild card in my opinion going into season two she (laughs) can do anything there's a lot of wild cards but Kikimora we've seen her uh, in the show and she has we yet we know nothing about her she's just Mm -hmm. like the lieutenant uh, to Bellows yeah. Um, and she she's is like really his cool personal design. assistant, kind of. Yeah, she knows she knows a lot that she isn't saying yet. But I mean, I mean, I wouldn't want to cross her. I think she could do it. Right. It seems like she's like the assistant, but now with uh, Lilith on off the board for him, maybe she's like the lieutenant and the assistant. And yeah, she's just he'll the... he'll he'll boost her salary now. That is, she a, is she a witch or is she a creature? I don't know. She could be both. That's the thing. Like yeah. anything could go with yeah. Kiki because we just know like literally two things about her so far. I, I really like Kiki more. I'd love to get a lot more into her in the season. Um, I know there's going to be a few new characters, so I, I'm. Ooh. We'll see how much um, there's. A, she, she's a, a major character versus what we saw of her so far. Um, but it, uh, quickly on that that concept, like, is Bellos going to end up being the final villain, or might we, we do this sort of like uh, Bellos arc concludes, then we have a new arc start up next season? But who would be like? What is a bigger threat at this moment? Besides mm. Bellows, yeah, I think we've seen from other shows. It doesn't necessarily have to be a bigger threat. One out one. If we do, if season two is the revolution against Bellows, maybe one of the wild witches, um, who's like the what, the second in command or something, is like oh, so the, like a the, Hunger the different situation. viewpoints, and mm. then yeah, and then they win, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like uh, it could be a very political thing where like they just have a slightly different ideology that's mm-hmm. just as bad, but they yeah. think it's for the right reasons. That's a I mean, thing. I'll point out, Shira had the same thing where it's like we thought the big bad was Horda. And then it ended up being yep, yep. the Alpha too, yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think. I think it's that's. This is one of the. And Hunger Games is probably a good point. But like they, a, lot, a lot of modern properties go this route of like the the person who ends up being you're fighting at the end is not the person you expected. Um, yeah. So I definitely yeah. think we should always take it into consideration. Uh, I like. I, I'm. I'm. I, the, the for me, the big thing that this would accomplish is uh, we don't like dr- quote unquote drag out any story. Like we're moving fast through whatever story we have. Um, I think that's exciting. I'm always kind of in favor of uh, moving quickly. Um, but yeah, so that, those are some interesting Bellows things. I want to also talk about the Titan more. We we brought up the Titan a lot. Um, 
Yeah, uh, April was talking about multiple Titans. I think that's an interesting possibility. I like that. That could we be have, like a big bad though, like maybe, fighting yeah. a Titan. Yeah. Well, what's what's yeah? Well, who's big? Who's a bigger bad than Bellos? Uh, the god, god, that's like, true. The Titan. Yeah, like he's the bigger <laughs> right. bad. I think yeah, that's 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 definitely an option. Is that maybe Bellos is reviving the Titan? Okay, so here here's some theories that Ooh. We, we got some, some people. Ooh, we don't. Um, making a new Titan. I yeah, love that, that, that was because it's so cursed. Like, well, here's well, you this is from. This is from Stephen LP on our Discord. He says, Bellus wishes to open a portal to Earth to obtain something that will restore his master, the Titan, to its physical form again. So Bellus could try to revive this Titan. Uh, that I think that's a possibility. Could try to make a new Titan, could try to call upon the Titans. Those are all things that Okay, question. Okay, question. So if he revived that skeleton Titan, would it need to then take back all the magic it gave yeah. everyone to assume its true form because they got that magic when it died they absorbed his magic when he so right like that would be a yeah. huge jeopardy element for mm. everyone right now in that world because they uh, maybe they can't both exist maybe everyone would lose magic and then what are they going to do that's kind of what they built their society around we're going to well, blow up magic <laughs> Yeah, Titan's gonna steal all the magic back. Yeah, I don't think we know the answer to that. What would happen if the Titan came, was revived, or left? Um, but yeah, maybe or, if all- I was gonna say, what if like Bellows opens like a portal to the Titan world, and then the Titans are like, <laughs> "We need our brother's body back," and then they take it. It's like, yeah, we need to give him a proper funeral. You, yeah. you heathens have been on his corpse this whole time. on yeah. a long mission yeah. to return the body for the yeah. Titan funeral. Well, he doesn't know that they just want the body back. He's like, <laughs> I'm opening the portal to get right. more Titans. And they're like, give us this dead Titan back. Like, yeah, and it, it, well, yeah it, he could be, right? If he's trying to open a portal, this is a classic thing, too. Is a, I think Final Space, like, so the surrogate tries to open the thing, but then they're like, we don't care about you or what you wanted. We're going to do what we want What now we want, we, yes. Now, yeah, now that it's open. <laughs> yeah, but... But if the, it may be the Titan uh, being revived means everyone loses their magic. That's another common thing when there's a show with magic, a la the yeah. magicians or, some, or something mm-hmm. else. And so, but Luz has a different type of magic. So maybe exactly. now Luz and the magic she's teaching Eden and Lilith, they can still do that. Um, even if the, the everyone else's magic is taken away. Um, the, the, here's another theory from Stephen LP. King is what remains of the Titan's mind. How about that? King Aww. is the Titan. What, how? Though? Well, I don't know how any of this <laughs> is. <laughs> what if he is a baby Titan? What if I, I, this notion that King is like lurking for some bigger or potentially eviler force is very appealing? I think that was oh. subverted in the pilot. Uh, yeah, but it still could be. They, they still could be true. We could do the double reverse, and King could be. <laughs> well, um, it's a double the, reverse. The other. So okay. The other reason why I, I slightly buy into that is because I vaguely remember it whenever like you see the head of the Titan and whenever King is telling like the the mythology or whatever, its head is looks and is the same shape as his. Mm. Oh, that'd be really ooh. I mean, I would be so on board if King if this has been <laughs> King the whole time and he ends up being like the reincarnated titan or something and he's just gonna live a million years and grow really really huge eventually that'd be pretty cool i do do like the connection of king and the titan they're two two presences on the show we don't know much about right now 
Um, I think tying them together could be interesting. Uh, definitely want to know what's what's up with King. Um, I think that's that's what's a big thing. King? I mean, I don't know. King and Ida, it's like, it feels like these are just like characters, like wacky characters that are designed for like a kid's show. And it's like, now we're going to apply an explanation to them beyond like what we're initially presenting. So, I mean, that's what it feels like. But it, it would be so satisfying if there's like some deeper meaning that feels like really organic from well, what was initially presented. with. Well, them. and it's not that we don't get deeper moments from those characters either. Like... You know, we had that very, like, heartfelt moment with Ida on the bridge thing where she was saying bye to lose, essentially. Yeah, oh, yeah. They've definitely already done, like, emotionally deeper stuff with them. Like, in terms of, like, mythology, I guess, is, like, uh, is there some bigger reason? Like, like King is just, like, the the dog, like, a horror sidekick type kid. Like, you know, like, why, why? Why is he like that? You know, like, maybe, and maybe we'll find out. Maybe it'll make a lot of sense thinking about it. Have they been planting seeds? It's so, he's so evil that... It's just coming across cute right now because he's not in a big, giant, terrifying body. <laughs> no, yeah, when we get King's maybe true body. He, maybe he has an inclination to actually be more evil than, you know, his life with Ida has allowed him to tap into. Like, maybe he could have been a lot more menacing, but, like, he ended up with Ida and she's chill. And so he's chill just because, like, you know, the people you're around rub off on you. Yeah, that Maybe could that's be, it. Could be what Maybe going. he had potential to be really evil, but because he met the people he did, he ended up being like this. And he really has to deal with Hootie. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, Hootie's the ultimate. Okay, so you ask, like, okay, what's bigger than Bellows as a threat? We all know the answer is Hootie. <laughs> Hootie is very powerful. And he is literally the owl. Yeah, Michelle, do you have any Hootie theories? Hootie. Character. Speaking speaking of characters that make no sense, obviously Hootie's number one. I mean, that's why he could be anything because we don't understand how he exists or what he is or like anything he's going to do he, before he, he does it. Fed. Yeah. If, if the thing is, if you explain Hootie, you lose the the joke, though, right? Like he's like just absurd. That's like his whole purpose. So like, what ha- how does what does Hootie become if he becomes more than what he is now? He loses his entire shtick. No, he doesn't. He absorbs even more things. He doesn't lose anything. He just keeps he keeps he, growing. It's getting bigger. You yeah, can't make he's too bigger. powerful already. We can't make him he's more powerful. Too, I, if they ever explain how she like got him to be a house for her, like that's the backstory from Ida. I want the most. <laughs> how did she get on a broad, on a broad level though? Like us having Hopaga trying to explain what's happening. Like none of this makes sense with Hootie, the house. Like King, like the whole setup does not make any sense. So it, the show has a lot ahead of itself if it's going to like actually explain everything. I don't think it's going to try to explain Hootie, but we'll see. Maybe it will. Oh. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Owl House has one of the most uh, broad, absurd premises to actually dive into that we've seen. Um, Hootie like, becomes our new Glossaric or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, is Hootie the Glossary? Is he, he the ca- When we talked about a new body, I thought of Kevin. Like, what? what is Hootie? Oh, oh my the- gosh. Hootie just wants to help everyone. It's just the problem is no one wants his help. It's the ultimate <laughs> tragedy for him. Just like Kevin on Final Space. Yeah, Final Space, we're talking about, yeah. Kevin helps a lot, though. He just doesn't get any credit for it. I mean, maybe that's true of Hootie also. He did stop Lilith that one time, and they never thanked him. That's kind of sad. Yeah. 
He should, he's, I mean, he did defeat Lilith. That was a big thing. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see if he's part of their defense. Yeah. And I, like, if they're venturing in the water, are they bringing Hootie and the Owl House? I think probably they have How to do this. How do they bring Hootie and the Owl House? He's just well, well, he he he's moved like in that Jake. one episode. He can yeah. stretch as far as he, they he, need. he is like Jake and can stretch. Yeah. So, yeah. well, Hootie just, he's is just, that a running joke? Is he just stretches occasionally and finds can, them despite them being very far gonna away? He's going to visit Lisa at school and just tap on the window, like, hey, I'm just wondering. Did he, did he do that? Sounds like something they've done. Already. Did that happen? I don't know. Uh, that might happen. Next yeah, okay. Well, back to that. Last uh, Titan-related theories from Jewel Shark on our Discord. Luz and Bellos have a connection with the Titan. They can derive their magic from it. Um, so versus the everyone else deriving magic from the Titan, maybe it's just a Luz and Bellows thing. I like that this concept of like Luz's magic being related to Bellows's <laughs> magic is interesting. Um, the, the evidence uh, she provides, no one else can see the glyphs in nature, but Luz and Bellows isn't surprised by Luz's glyphs when we see it in the show. Um, the glyphs allow Luz to tap into the magic of the Boiling Isles and the Titan, like Bellows does, is the concept. Um, so I think there's a lot we can do with, uh, magic origins, um, I I do want to address that. I don't think it has necessarily been proven that no one else can see the glyphs in nature. I think like in the in the episode where Ida takes her to the winter place and tells her to like spend time looking at things. I think it's because Lilith knows the glyphs are in nature. I think it's like if you're born with a bile sack, you don't need to take the time to learn magic the old way, you know, you can just do it intrinsically. Okay, so you think yeah. everyone knows about yeah, the glyphs? Yeah, I think system. everyone yeah. could do it that way, but it's just not as convenient so they didn't grow up doing it. But Luz kind of had to, so she's a special case. Say, I wonder if it's more like Luz is practicing more of, like, a primal version of magic yeah. where, like, everyone else kind of has, like, the advanced, maybe not the advanced, but, like, the radiation <laughs> from the primal magic. Yeah, I've, which, I've, is why, which is why, like, Ida was still able to use magic whenever she used the glyph, but whenever she just tried to do it, it didn't work. Yeah, so let's talk oh, about yeah, that next, I but... That. Um, Maybe that's part of why she's so much more powerful. Maybe it's because she took time to learn, like, the old school way on top of... She's like those people that they learn how to drive stick ship before they do an automatic car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah. They, they can drive anything. So, so maybe yeah, that's Luz is, magic Luz has for been her. practicing the stick shift of magic. Exactly. That's exactly what she's been doing. That's why she's so good now, because she learned the absolute basic fundamentals that are the strongest. Um, yeah, so we do see that Ida uh, is able to do. So Luz isn't the only one able to do the glyph magic. I like the concept of Bellos. This maybe this is how Bellos does magic. Um, I, I I don't have the impression that everyone can knows the way Luz can do it. I think that's valid. I don't think we know yet what's up with it, the glyphs and it stuff. May also, just take a, a different kind of patience. Right, like, yeah, I, I feel like what the show's going for is Luz is special, and, she, like, what makes her Luz enables her to tap into magic and see the glyphs, but no one else can. That was my impression, but we might go another direction. I, I feel like that's not as satisfying, though, because I feel like yeah. there's, there's been, I, I mean, like, there, I mean, like, Adora's, like, you know, she was kind of, like, you know, predestined for that. But I think a lot of these characters, it's like, the, it, the thing that's so attractive is that, they're just willing to learn things. And, like, especially for Luz, I feel like a lot of her appeal is, like, she came from so many disadvantages in this new world. But because she took the time to learn and she, like, had that devotion to it, it really paid off for her in a way that it hasn't for a lot of people who have bile sacs. And I think it would, to me, be a little sad if, like, she ends up just being inherently special because... 
You know, it's just like, well, that's cool. Uh, Not anyone can do that because she had some special thing up her sleeve. But if she just did this on her own and is just a normal human, that's like way more fun to me in a way. I think think a lot of what you said could apply to like, 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 like Lita can do it. So everyone can do it. It's just only Luz has figured it out. Exactly. Um, She took the time. So that's, that's so I guess that's part. what I'm saying is like lose like ever I don't think it, it, whether people know or don't know about this I think I'm saying like lose, they probably don't know lose figured it out but anyone can do it it's just that yeah. she's worked hard and she hasn't it didn't come easy to her with um with like having magic innately so she's had to figure out how to tap into it other people could have done this before but no one's really figured it out because why would they when they have magic right in front of them yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, I think, it, they're taking like lose. Ha- is forced to take the longer road mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to mastering yeah. the power versus everyone else. Yeah, that's my guess. But I do think the what's going on with the glyphs, what's going on with the bile sacks, the Titan, none of it is spelled out by the show yet. So I think we can yeah. go in a number of directions. It's a lot here. of speculation. Yeah. But I, I, uh, <laughs> in general, like, uh, yeah, Blues and Bellows having a connection. I think the, yeah, Bellows future Lose, that was the my theory from before. Uh, but no, I think uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think that them oh, having no. some sort of relation, uh, you know, is Bellos loses father. I don't think we're going to go down that route. No. Um, but that is like some sort of connection if, is if appealing. If we go I get down it. that route, I'm going to throw something. That's just like too small world thinking. I just can't with that. Right? Uh, yeah, I am your father. It's the classic twist. You no. Know? It only happened one time. How is that classic? It only well, because happened- it's a, one of the most classic twists. That's so that's makes the, that makes it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's coming from a mile away. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I'm sure other shows have done it since that, but uh, yeah. I mean, uh, is it? Could anyone else that we know of be Luz's father? I mean, no. I don't think it matters. Like, I know everyone wants to know. When we I do think what it's going for is like it doesn't matter that she doesn't have a father figure, right? Like, that's more. It's appealing. like wanting yeah. to know who Top hooked up with. Like, we're never gonna know, and people always want to <laughs> know, but we're just not gonna know. Yeah, I like Ida Toff uh, comparison. I don't know. If you <laughs> oh this. my god! Yeah, they. Yeah, there you I go. Feel like they, they'd definitely <laughs> be friends. Amazing by herself. I'd love that. For Actually, her. no. Luz would really annoy Toff, probably. Um, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we're gonna go back to next step. Back to Lilith and uh, and Ida um, because we talked about them. So at the end of the season, uh, the the curse has meant Ida has lost her magic or is losing her magic. Unclear if it's completely gone. Um, and Lilith. I feel like the implication is that Lilith is going to be in the same boat. Um, that's a little yeah. bit less spelled out. Well, what is it? The curse would sort of restrain her from using magic because if she used too much magic, then she would turn into the owl lady person thing monster that she was. And so I wonder if as like a repercussion of that or of what Lilith did, she no longer has that sort of baseline magic, but that Lilith now has limitations on her magic before she turns into a crazy creature thing. Oh, yeah, because, like, that makes sense because when when Ida was getting turned into stone, she was, like, pretty far gone before Lilith got to her and stopped that from happening. But if she, at that point, took it on, yeah, maybe it's, like, because Ida was already at, like, 50% capacity now she's down to like 10% and can barely do any but Lilith taking on half of that she now only has 50% but it's not quite as terrible for her like she's where Ida was but she's not any worse off than that yeah yeah, yeah I think that whatever- makes sense 
For whatever reason, I also am under the impression that Lilith maybe can do a little bit more magic left, but she's well, lost her power. But Edith probably has nothing. That's the yeah. impression I'm under. Well, and that's why, like, I that's why I think it is the way that it is because now, like, Lilith is essentially the person who's cursed, which would then be a great way for Lilith and Ida to bond. Yeah, she's like she. Ida could be like, I'm here for you, sister. I know what you're going through. Here, have this magic elixir. You'll be better in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, in general, Lilith, um, she's not going back to the Emperor, right? No. She's- he kicked so. her out and he tried to kill her sister. She's fully disillusioned to him now. I think so, I think so too. So I think, is, I think is, is, is Lilith living at the Owl House now? How about oh, that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, don't, I would hope so, but it's going to be super awkward that first episode of <laughs> yeah, that. It's going to be really hilarious. That, that's gonna a, that's a natural first episode. All the is... time. And Ida's going to have to explain to Hootie, no, no, she's on our <laughs> side now. It's fine. <laughs> Can you imagine all of them having to share that bathroom? Like, oh, my oh. God. Does Hootie I, need I hope they have bathroom? multiple bathrooms. Oh, I, no, no, no. I don't know. Oh, no. I mean, don't he kind of is the bathroom, I guess. He's the, he is the bathroom. He is the owl house. He's the whole house. I think I think uh, Hootie would be really excited to have Lola there, like former war buddies, like uh, like oh now we're oh now we're getting it's along. A it's great. Potentially have a friend. Of I think if anyone's I introduced think. to Hootie as a friend, he'll be friends with them. I think Hootie very oh. well intentioned. <laughs> How about that? Oh, that's the nicest charm. thing I'll say about Hootie. Well, um, well, Hootie become best friends because everyone's still salty at Lilith. Yeah, they're the two the, uh, outcasts <laughs> in the Alas, yeah. <laughs> totally happened, yeah. It's like her last option, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lilith is there. So at the end of the uh, season, we're presented with Luz teaching uh, Ida the, the glyph magic. Um, so probably that's going to continue into next season, if, especially if Ida doesn't have her magic. By the way, if, if Ida is part of like an existing rebellion, I mean, Luz introducing this new form to Ida and the fact that anyone can use it that could be a game changer for them maybe that's the hook into the the exist that's why you want to introduce Luz to the rebellion I I also wonder if this makes it more of a priority that Luz is going to hex side now because she like literally like she has to teach Ida but she is still just learning herself and so like that would also like go into play like why or her being able to use like all of the different kinds of magic so then like she can go back to Ida and, and teach her all of that as well. Ooh, yeah. Cuz we do need to like lose being at school for at least another season. Like that's a lot of time being at school. So that has to be useful somehow to the larger scheme of the plot. I I would imagine. So that, yeah, I, I really like that, April. I think it makes a lot of sense that she could be taking what she learns from school and giving it to Ida and Lilla to maybe, like, practice witchy stuff on their own time yeah. and figuring out new things that the school system isn't, like, doesn't know how to do or something. Um. Well, okay, how about, like, uh, is, is Luz going back to Hexide next season? I mean, there's a lot know. about the structure so. we don't know yet. I would think so, but that again, that like that would be sort of a driving force to con- like for the story to continue at Hexide. I, I yeah, I mean, we we talked about this briefly on the previous podcast. I'm like, is the is the this is a, just a a big question we have to answer if we're going to speculate on the season? Is the season like they're on the run from the Emperor now, or are we going back to status quo? And I think we arrived at the conclusion probably uh, Bellus isn't going to be immediately attacking them because he's sending a spy, which would imply that yeah, um, yeah. they're just back to status quo. Um, so probably think, she will attend. I think then once like Bellows figures out or learns that like 
Ida's learning magic from Luz, then he'll probably like kick it into high gear and be like, all right, this has to end now because. Right, he could sh- want to shut it down once he yeah. learns of, of things. Yeah. Because um, as of like- right now, as far as he knows, mm-hmm. Ida, like Luz and Lilith are no threat to him. Mm hmm. Which is why he only sent, like, one person to creep on them, probably. One person's not, like... <laughs> yeah, he can I w- spare one person, but, like, he didn't send a whole army after him. Just sending one out. And this ties into the uh, another big thing that we'll see followed up is the spy. Uh, he's sending an owl mask guy. Um, Do we even but, know what uh, the guy... Like, all we know we is don't, we don't know anything, mask. no. Just yeah. a just guy, know guy in an owl mask. Sense. Yeah, I don't even know if it is supposed to be an owl mask, but it kind of looks like that. Oh. They really like owls, so I'm going to say it's That's an a, owl. Uh, I'm going to send a spy to the owl house. They have to have an owl mask. Yeah. Really blend it So what can make friends with Hootie? They're thinking <laughs> ahead. Like, oh, Hootie's an owl, so make him look like an owl. I just love the idea that he's like, I have to spy on the owl lady and her owl house. I will send an owl spy. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it is an owl, an actual owl. Yeah, um, that'd be knows? an amazing reveal if it's just like a big owl. <laughs> wearing an owl mask yeah and Moody's <laughs> like what are you what are you doing here this, this is this member. is something that was like directly presented at the end of the season so this is like a pure like uh, end of season thing that we're gonna follow up on um I, i'm like is the spy someone who's just gonna like lurk in the forest and watch them or is it someone who's gonna be introduced to them that they're just not gonna know is a spy Ooh, that would be so bu- i would love that if it becomes yeah. a new fake friend yeah, well, that's, I mean, I say, I say it because, like, spy, I think, does imply someone who's not just, like, observing, someone who's, like, uh, getting like in immersed it. in the opposition I territory. It depends on how smart Bellis is, because, like, Bellis super underestimated Lilith's ability to turn her back on her sister. Like, because, like, yeah, like, Lilith's the like, one, she's in charge of the task, like, she's in charge of, like, the covens. She's, like, the head honcho. He, she was his right hand lady. And it didn't, like, cross his mind that, like, oh, maybe she's going to betray you because she can't really turn in her sister and let you destroy her sister. And you kind of lied to her and said you were going to help her sister. Like, he, for, for whatever reason, like, he didn't, like, think that could happen. And that's exactly what happened. And he's worse off for it. So if he can make big, glaring mistakes like that, his decision-making isn't airtight. So maybe he's not smart enough to be, like spy you're gonna befriend them and learn their secrets intimately instead he's gonna do a dumb thing and be like spy just creep on them from a bush and figure out whatever (laughs) what's going on maybe bellows isn't that smart when it comes to like that side of being a decision maker in charge you know maybe he's obsessed with the power stuff to be good at like the management side of his job Well, that's where kiki moore comes in yeah i was gonna say that's where that's where like kiki moore steps into play and she's like but then, like, I don't know, I kind of fear that Bellos would become sort of that, like, hu- like that humorous villain kind of thing. Like, we kind yeah. of, like, we'll humanize him. He still needs him. to be threatening. Yeah. Um, like, but yeah, I, I, I don't think we've seen Bellos. We haven't seen much evidence of Bellos being super smart so far. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't. Which is, uh, which is why, like, I'm scared that he will just become, like, 
that dumb villain. Like, I it's, want it, him to stay an overwhelming Stay threatening. Threat. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good point. I don't understand why Belos is going to let Luz and Ida just go. I like, know why are you still underestimating Luz after she burns yeah. the portal and chipped your mask? I like to me, like, uh, that's why I'm like, we can't just go back to status quo. I feel like it doesn't really track after the finale unless there's more information we're not aware of. But maybe Bellos is really just super focused on this portal. I think he's make- just. He's obsessed with Unity Day. It's such a yeah. big... Yeah. He's got it, it a makes it, if, he, if he has, like, a really good plan that he thinks is airtight, then I guess it yeah. makes sense to not care about Luz Anita. Um, I'm assuming just, that's it, which is just so... It's such a huge glaring flaw. But, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what he's doing, probably. So, okay, but we'll see how yeah. that works out for you. But I, I, would, I would like there to be something we don't know about that maybe explains why he's not going after them or some tra- other thing that's, you know, like, I, I would like a little bit more explanation from the show if we're just going to go right back to I re- it. I really think it's, like, between the combination of his deadline and he really doesn't <laughs> think they're a threat anymore. He's like, look, I only have until Unity Day to get this done. This is a 120 day project. I've only got 90 days to complete it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we've already how over we've budget, over ske- yeah, past we're, schedule. We're, yeah, yeah, we're already over no. budget. I do. I do think that goes back to what you said, April. Though, of um, like uh, that makes him less threatening if there's if we think if we completely disagree with it with the direction he's going in. I do. Yeah. yeah so I worry. I do worry about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, this spy I think is interesting. I do think probably it's a thing well he'll integrate. If there's a rebellion, I mean, that's an actual spy application. Send a spy to the other side. Um, but I don't know if Bellows probably wouldn't know about the rebellion or else there he'd be trying to squash it unless we don't know about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, this, the spy character, I think a lot of people are excited for it. It seems like the crew is excited for the, the spy character too. So we'll see how this, this comes oh, into play. Oh, a lot of friends. Yeah. I think they mentioned, so we've got, we have some auxiliary information from, they did a live, a charity live stream, um, Dana and, and a few others. And then Dana did a, uh, uh, Reddit AMA. So we have some information from those. I think they mentioned the spy. I think they also mentioned another character, like another new character we don't know about yet. So, um, there's multiple new characters, uh, coming into play. Two of, of the other ones are uh, Amity's parents. We haven't even oh, talked about this yet. You're going to be real characters? Yes, so we oh know that uh, I think so from. I'm excited to meet these humans or these witches. <laughs> witches, yeah, not humans. Uh, but not these, humans. <laughs> these, this is. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, we we know that they are going to be a main focus of season two, I believe. Oh, from, dang! From the okay, so we, we, we know their names. They are Odalia and Alador. Oh my um, god! Of course, mo- those are the names. names. Her mom and her dad. Um, we didn't that we that was from the AMA. I think I don't think we they said it in the show yet. Um, so this is a main thing to be anticipating. Uh, it's possible they're the main villains of the season, and Bellos is like the next step. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe we don't we but we don't know we don't know are they part of Bellos's like army or power structure? Are we they know. Do we even know? Do we, uh, we don't, I don't think we, we, though, here's what we know about them. I think, uh, that they're bad, they're presented as kind of bad paradigms to Amity in yeah. the flashback episode. Um, and then we see them in the, uh, that, that being like episode 14 or whatever. And then we see them in the finale in the Hexide stands. They like, went to watch. like Hexide at the same time as, uh, uh, Lilo Vanita. But that's basically it. And Dana said one thing on the AMA about how Odalia likes her children to be color coordinated. So Amity dyes her hair green. Um, so that, that, oh, like, it's for her mom. Oh, that's way sadder. Oh, no, yeah, it invites a more sadder explanation of the green. That was for but... Azura, which was like way cuter. <gasps> yeah, we don't know how many feels about it yet, but it does invite uh, 
Amity's green hair. There's a lot of fan art of Amity having brown hair. That's because of what Dana said. People think that Amity won't want to have green hair when she's like past her parents. Um, but, uh, so a lot of people, based on all that information, a lot of people are speculating Odalia is the more evil one. Um, <laughs> you know, not a lot to go, not a lot to go on. Uh, but I'm interested to see how they're part of the Bellows plotline, how they relate to Amity. As a big, big Amity fan, I don't want them to be super terrible parents. They're already bad parents, but like, I don't want super suffering for Amity. That would be really sad. Um, will, is, how's Amity going to fit into this, uh, new dynamic of Eid of Luz going against the Emperor is something to look at too. Presume if they're still at the Owl House, she can just stay in her current position, I guess. But is she going to be forced to choose between her parents if they work for the Emperor and kind of lose Anita and everyone? Oh, um, maybe, yeah. Uh, well, and I think That's that, would, that would depend on where, like, Amity's, I guess, inner alliances lie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's true. And, she hasn't been able to confront Lilith yet at all. And she was super looking up to, like, she was her prodigy, basically. Yeah. So quickly, yeah. in that, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but in episode five, it's presented as Lilith being Amity's mentor. Um, we haven't followed up on that since, so we don't know where that stands. But Lilith now is away from the Emperor. So is that, even without taking Luz into account, um, is, uh, like, her parents versus Lilith going to be a thing if Lilith is against uh, the, the Emperor and Adali and Alador are for the Emperor? Or um, who will be Amity's new, like, mentor? Because yeah. that could be, oh. that could also be, like, the introduce, like the introduction of, like, another, like, threatening force yeah that's true maybe she's like assigned some other person to try to like uh control her i will say the parent if the parents being real characters though i feel like they're gonna be the main uh tying of amity to the the bad side i feel like that's probably their role um but yeah i don't it's it's hard to say though like in terms of Adalia and Alador, we don't know a lot about them so um I, I think it's it's intriguing to have um the, the the girlfriend's parents be the villain of the season um i think I that's a, like invites a lot of drama small potato villains for whatever reason they just give me like you know lucius and narcissa malfoy vibes they're just like a fancy family that's probably sort of magic racist and yeah that would you know, probably be the comparison you know but... upper middle class and like very granular and kind of anal about the the kids and the life they want their kids to have and the kind of family they want to have. But if that's true, then like, I don't think they're nearly on the level with Bellows and they might not even be like connected to him. They just like, you know, they they've signed into this society and they want to fit in as best they can and to have as much power from it as possible as like, you know, upper middle class people and if that's true, like maybe they could be won over. Maybe they're not too far gone. Yeah, I, I think you're right in terms of what we know about them right now. Yeah. Unless there is some form of like uh, Alador di- works directly under Bellas. Unless there's something we don't know yet, you know, that would make them bigger, bigger threats. Oh my gosh, um, Amity's dad is the the spy. Oh, what? Oh what my if, god, yeah. that was so crazy. He's like, oh wait, are they like holding hands? What's going on with my daughter? Like, did she have a <laughs> girlfriend I didn't know about? What is this? I mean, we got it. Regardless, that is interesting. Tying to, like, it, I'm thinking of it as the spy is a new character. They're, her parents are a new character. What if they're the same? That'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be regardless, we got to get their uh, reaction to uh, losing Amity. We also haven't gotten the twins' reaction. How do the twins play into, uh, you know, these these changing loyalties? Are they going to, because from what we've seen, it doesn't seem like Amity's crazy about her parents, but we don't really know yet. 
yet. Um, I feel like a bigger influence on Amity would be her siblings. Um, so, uh, like, are they gonna want her to, to stay closer to the parents in Bellos, or are they more for, you'd think they'd be more for the rebellion side of things, if that's what it ends up being, but maybe that's too optimistic, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything, any, anything else comes to mind in terms of the role Odalia and Aldor could play? Mm, I mean... I really want the, one of them to be the spy now because I think that would add <laughs> such an interesting element. It's an interesting, yeah, theory. Because also, I don't think that the spy has ever been around whenever Amity's been there. So, <laughs> what if it's uh, your new substitute teacher at school and it's uh, <gasps> oh one of my the two God. of them? Yes, and Amity would be mortified. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I'm here it's, for it. Yeah, I just, I just like, how are they going to play into the? Because they're not a part of the show right now. Like, what part of the show are they entering? I think it, it's See, just hard to speculate. Well, either plot Which or it's Lumity. Like, there's yeah. only two options. Like, <laughs> those are the two components. It, of if Alice. it's Lumity, then they like Luz will have to be going back to Hexide. And I, I, we were not talking about Lumi, but in general, is Lumity going to tie into the plot of the show? Is that Always. that's a big question too? Like, I, uh, ideally, yes, eventually, but like, I'm okay if it's not. A, I mean, it wasn't a like it didn't I, really tie into the plot this last season. I'm okay if it doesn't in season two either, just because I think they've been able to balance those two things. I've been content with. Like yeah. being in plot so, so far, they've been separate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. I think if it was going to tie into the show, Odali and Aldor would be a natural way to do it. If they, if for instance, one or both of them works for, directly under the Emperor, and also their disapprovingness kept Amity away from Luz, that's like a natural connection. I think for for those two elements. Oh my god, it'd be such a good teen struggle thing. Like my parents won't let me see you, but I'm still gonna see you in secret or something. Oh, my oh and I will god. say the other thing we know about uh, Odalia and Aldor, they didn't want. Amy Diddy to hang out with Willow because Willow wasn't exactly. high enough like, uh, even Willow cast of which. Um, so big question, how do they feel about humans? Not great. Uh, not great. Probably, probably super not well. racist towards uh, them, I'm assuming. A lot, of people, a lot of people saying maybe they're not even homophobic, maybe that's not even an issue, but they would be human-phobic, right? Like maybe that's yeah. the issue. See, I, I 100% that. believe that's where, the, like, I don't think they'll be homophobic at all because... Why be progressive if you're gonna just like take a step back like that? But Mr. Um, Schley, you you could they they you they could show the struggle of uh, what many people go through in our world, or this could be a different world, and so it's different kind of struggles. It's yeah, the kind of two paths they could take. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea better that like they don't like lose because she's a human versus like they don't like lose because. Their daughter. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of people think that is what's going to happen just because of what we know about them in Willow. Um, so it's like what's beneath like a weak witch is a human who can't do magic. But what? Yeah. But maybe maybe they That's learn the thing, though, right? that Luz if can do powerful magic. Maybe yeah, they like her. Maybe actually, they'll love her. That's yeah. the thing. If maybe they'll reason- love Luz more than they love Amity, which would oh, be would very be sad. sad. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, I mean, the way this usually goes, then Luz is like enamored with them, like approving of her, and Amity's like upset about it, and Luz doesn't even realize that'd be sad. I definitely think, I think another like possible moment that could take place is that the Amity's parents end up meeting Luz because of the twins, because the twins will say something to like Amity at dinner, like, "How's Luz doing?" And they're like, "Who's Luz?" Yeah, (laughs) bring her over for dinner tomorrow. 
Blight dinner scene, please. To see like what her goals are and if she's fancy enough for their daughter. Yeah, should you be associating with? They don't even know it's romantic, but should you be associating yeah. with our daughter? With yeah, person. Okay, I, I I definitely want the blight dinner scene. I would also love the lose interrogation. Um, that would be wonderful too. Yeah, they don't even need to be like big big plot villains. They can just be like uh like romantic plot villains. Basically, they don't even need to be yeah. Like I, I have a feeling they're going to be tied to Bellows. I don't know. I, I don't. It's not really based. I, on anything. I'm convinced now. Not really based on anything, but yeah. So th- this is definitely something to keep keep an eye on based on what we've heard of auxiliary information. I do think it it was presented in season one. They are presented as these shadowy figures. We see them as they're younger. So um, we've been leading up to this uh, in terms of them being big forces in the show. Um, I think the last main thing we haven't talked about yet, I think, is Luz's mom. I mean, we've talked a little bit about it, but the portal being closed, Luz. Can't contact her mom again at the end of the season. She's like recording a video message, I think, for for mm-hmm. her mom. Um, well, she hasn't been contacting her mom the entire time anyway, but now she just can't go back at all. Yes, that is true. But however, Luz's mom thinks she's being contacted because mm-hmm. in the end of the Grom episode, we see she's getting letters that are to us obviously fake from Luz, but we don't know anything about who's sending these letters. This was not followed up on after the Grom episode. <laughs> Um, so this is a, an interesting component as well. A lot of people are like, is, uh, Bellos writing letters to Luz's mom? Um, that would invite I don't think Be- he's smart enough for that. Like if he makes mistakes about <laughs> well, now we Lilith, think. Well, now we like, think he's, well, that fits in with him being dumb, mind. right? If the letters are bad, that <laughs> Oh, Our no. new dumb Bellows theory. Uh, the thing, the thing that doesn't make sense is that Bellows didn't have access to the portal before. So how is he getting the letters? To, yeah, and now, he, so it has to be someone now. who's had access to the portal. I wonder if it was Ida doing it. So a lot of people think Ida think is the other option. I yeah. think it's King. Oh, <gasps> King! I think King's like trying to do a nice thing in his own King way. Because, like, I don't know, like, I feel like only episode one or two, um, Ida would, like, get Luce's name wrong somehow, but, like, maybe King would make that mistake. What if it's <laughs> Albert? Uh, Albert? More, uh, more Albert in the general is a high priority. But Albert was two. the one who would go and collect things from the human world for Ida. Mm, that's oh, true. Albert ha- Albert has the biggest connection. Yeah. Okay, I like, like it. Ida wasn't even going to the human world herself. The obvious flaw is that we're assigning like human characteristics to Albert who we don't know has uh, <laughs> like a human thinking mind. But Look, uh, Albert is he's pretty smart. wonderful. Yeah. Do, do we know that? Uh, I guess. Yeah, because yes. like, when he got hurt by Luz accidentally, like he knew that he needed time to recuperate, and he didn't just mm. go back to her. He has like a. I want to rewatch the Palisman episode for that. In the bat, by the way, speaking of that, the Bat Queen, I think, is another main thing we could follow up on. Again. Oh my god! Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, we need I don't to think there's it. anything hanging with the Black Queens. There's not a lot to speculate on, but she could definitely come back. I would she would join the rebellion. She's a bat. Was that a bat joke? Yeah, no, no pun intended. Oh. Uh, yeah. um, she guess, would join the that... rebellion. She'd be awesome. She absolutely would. Oh, yeah, she'd oh be if a there's an existing bat. rebellion, Bat Queen's in, in there, right? Yeah. Get her. <laughs> she, is the, does she count as a wild witch if she's a bat? I don't know how anything Yeah, wild she's witch is leading the rebellion. Yeah, yeah I, I guess Ida, so back to Luz's letters, I think Ida's still the, the main target on the board. King is a good thought, too, especially if they're being, like, cutely misspelled and stuff. Uh, that would make sense from King. Um, but, uh, yeah, how does that make sense with, with Ida? That means Ida has more awareness of what's going on than she's letting on. Because that's the thing, if someone knows about Luz's mom, they, they, they have information about Luz getting there, about who Luz was back home. Like, the, no one really, Ida's the person who most fits the bill, but, like, no one really, it makes sense that they would send letters at the moment. 
Um, so this this is this is interesting. It's hard. I think, it's hard. Yeah. I think I need more information. Like, we, yeah, we, we only really only had that one from scene. the end of one episode, and, and it never was like up three it. seconds. Yeah. yeah. And look, the show has not followed up on certain things before. This this is like a direct thing they need to, to follow up. Yeah, this for is sure. like a thing they presented as a mystery. Well, so we'll get the answer it's, at some it's point. It's like crossing like Liz's, you know, m- m- human self with the the mystical yes. and magical side. Yeah, and in general, like, is this just Ida or King just? trying to placate Luz's mom, checking in on her, totally well-intentioned, or is there a broader conspiracy going on? Because, like, that's the thing. If it's not just Ida placating uh, Luz's mom, it has to be some some bigger conspiracy, because like, nothing else There's makes an sense. easy way to find that out. If she gets one more letter, we'll know it's not Ida that, or King, yeah. because mm. their portal's gone. I mean, someone has connection to the world outside of that portal, which seems yeah. impossible if the if Bellos doesn't even have that yet. As far as we know, there's no other... The portal's gone. There's no connection yeah. to the human world right mm. now, but there could be a, could be a third party who how, has another portal. How did giraffes get into our world? <laughs> well, if the thing with the giraffe <laughs> joke is if uh the first of all it's just a stupid joke so they're not gonna that's not really gonna be a part of the plot but well, if if humans did wander if humans like, wandered over originally giraffes came with them you know so um or didn't come with them well yeah, i'm just saying so. that there has to be other ways to make yeah. portals or for portals to exist because they literally banished giraffes so like did they say they banished them or they naturally uh, no they banished over? them. The maybe, thing it doesn't make sense if Bellas only fifty years ago. Draft's been here for longer. Maybe now. there's like well, yeah. areas where like the the you know the this the barrier between worlds is like weaker, so things can just kind of wander in and out, right. but nobody there knows. There could be a whole yeah a whole yeah. plane like, of yeah uh, where things like merge. In the town outskirts of the yeah. Titan. But they exist. Well, no, like, humans wandered in and became witches. Drafts wandered out. There's the exactly. That's, that's what... the balance to the but universe. Also, but <laughs> I also remember Ida saying things like, "Oh, like everything that, like a lot of the things that you guys have in the human world came from here, like vampires." So like, oh, yeah. yeah. The the, th- the thing is, it's like it's just all like the setup of the like. That's why I'm saying like, it show had a silly setup. It's like okay. how much of it really but makes I'm any sense. But I'm gonna take it to heart now because that's all <laughs> yeah. the information I have. I mean, like, no, you should, you should though, because it's it's canonically presented. Uh, so I do think they should. I mean, I that all that could be tongue in cheek, you know, could could have been joking. I guess is tell me I'm wrong <laughs> until then. Come on, Nita, t- tell us. Change my mind. Something with there April at the table with giraffes in the yeah. boiling aisles changed my mind. <laughs> no, not Steven Universe. We were talking about Owl House. Yeah. Um, okay. But no, so yeah, we'll see about the letters. And in general, the, the last thing with the portal being closed, like, because this is a big impact on Luz's, uh, Luz emotionally, her character arc. Um, there's no threat of her, like, being ejected from the Boiling Owls right now. So, like, that's, like, something she was, like, afraid of is, like, her being in an untenable situation. But, so now she's, like, cemented there, but that has its own sort of, like, emotional ramifications because she's cut off, cut off, completely Mm -hmm. cut off from her previous life. Um, so I think, like, that's something we're definitely going to see from her. I'd love to see amity comforting her about that um something like that uh, we're talking about limity i'm sorry um but uh so yeah i think like there's just the portal not being there it's, it's a big thing how are we going to talk about it is Ida going to try to get a new portal is is lose is uh bellos the only one trying to make a portal now is this going to be priority of lose is getting connecting back home is she suddenly going to like really want them to investigate how to make a new portal um, I love that Bellos is so desperate to have a portal that he's literally taking the remains 
<laughs> and trying to build it again. That's one yeah. smart thing he's done so far. Maybe the only smart thing besides what if ends, what if ends up not working at all? Maybe it's not smart uh, at all. I, I mean, mean he doesn't he, know he's that. He's got an work. opportunity. He's gonna try it. If it doesn't work out, okay. But it'd be worse if he didn't try. It. He he understands at least that much. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, we don't know what his aims are. Maybe it's a stupid aim, and so it doesn't matter. But. <laughs> that's very yeah. true every so we'll, question we'll, with bell is gonna be well maybe it's stupid though if we consider that angle yeah that's one of our big takeaways from this podcast is bell is just <laughs> stupid uh that's the new theory is this um, a smart idea or <laughs> a stupid really idea bad. yeah okay uh last last things uh last few things covens we talked about covens and the the, co- the rigid coven system bellows has implemented we haven't seen a ton about the covens so far we basically just know who what they are um so are we gonna see more are we gonna like have episodes visiting various covens like we're gonna see more people from certain covens i think that's like a pretty big thing yeah. in terms of developing the mythology of the show only because Luz is gonna be taking all the different classes so she's gonna be exposed now to more of the covens because it's a part of her schoolwork since she's allowed to study all of them so i would imagine yeah. they'd be a bigger part just because of that yeah in general it's interesting that like we're signed to seeing the covens as a bad thing if it's a restriction imposed by Bellos, but they're also like seems like there's good things to come out of them. So yeah. I think that's an interesting thing think, to explore. I don't think the covens themselves are inherently it's, bad. It's just the one type of magic, but the yeah. covens are like what they've the society they've developed around it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think the only like coven that's really, I guess, evil or threatening the Emperor's is, Coven. Yeah. yeah, the Emperor's Coven. So I feel like the others are going to be very, like, nice, and they're going to be, like, they're going to be excited about Luz. I could just feel it. And speaking of the Emperor's Coven, the head is uh, Lilith, right? And she's gone now. Yeah. Um, So maybe it's Kiki. Who knows? Kiki, the new head of the Emperor. Yeah, that's that's definitely the number one contender for new head of the Emperor's Coven, but we'll see. Um, Or it'll be Amity's mom. (laughs) <laughs> or dad or me no no oh yeah no th- honestly that's a, that's a really good point the other's the head of the coven i love this <laughs> <laughs> i actually think that's a really good role for tying them to bellows head of them first coven i think that's actually perfect so I'd, I'd expect one of them ruling to be. together as a duo yeah it's both of them mm-hmm. um yeah so i i, I think that that's more coven specifics emperor's coven logistics could tie to Amy's parents i think that's good um fun fun topic i wanted to very quickly bring up is uh we talk a lot about lumity but there have been uh, several other ships in the owl house fandom that have developed that are these kind of secondary ships that i kind of want to see like are any of these actually plausible to happen in the show um let's let's run through them so first uh willow and basha is developed into this main second ship for the owl house fandom why basha's drama Willow yeah. deserves someone way better than Basha. So we'd have reformed Basha, you know. We yeah, like, so. reformed Basha's like not on Willow's level though. Willow's so powerful. She's like the second most powerful witch after Lilith and Ida, from what we've seen. In my opinion, she's Am- a nice Basha. She could have a super powerful nice girlfriend. 
Yeah, well, people are shipping it, I guess, after the uh, the sports episode. Uh, so this, uh, I guess, I think this is like at least a thing that could happen because they're both students there. This is this is at least something <laughs> that is in play. She's also students with literally everyone else who goes to that school. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. look, this is this is this is a big uh, ship. I don't I don't know if uh, any of us are like super on board with it, but uh, there's a lot of some good fan art and stuff. Here's another really good secondary ship. I I love this one. Amira, the uh, Amity's uh, sister, and Viney. The uh, the group of students we meet in the one the first day episode, uh, the fish hook earring girl Viney. Uh, I don't believe you? <laughs> who you don't remember. Did Viney and Jerbo were the. Who I forget their group's name. Jerbo? The, the episode where Luz d- get d- figures out she's gonna do all types of magic at the end. She she's the outcasts. She meets the outcast group. All oh, right, she's um, the outcast. Viney. Viney's one of the outcasts. Yeah, she's in detention. The detention. Yeah. So, uh, no, she, I, the, the, here's the thing. Amir and Viney, they have not met. Um, and another ship is Edric, Edric and Jerbo. Edric is the brother and Jerbo is the, the guy outcast. Um, neither of these pairs have met, but people ship them together. There's a lot of good Amira and Viney fan art. I think this is a great pairing. Um, I also like Edric okay. and Jerbo. I like Edric and Jerbo more just because Jerbo is such a cursed name. I feel like he should be with Edric. You even know that? Yeah, he's just, he's just a good name. <laughs> the name. Um, I do like uh, gay Edric. I, th- I think yeah. this is a route we should yes. go down. Um, but, okay, so we'll, we'll we'll see about those. I guess these are at least plausible considering they haven't met. Um, here's one who is also not met, but this is a hot fandom ship. <laughs> Ida and Camilla loses mom. Ship the moms together. That'd be best case scenario, but two moms. Ida and Camilla. I don't. I don't know. I feel Why like not? They're not like I understand opposites attract, but not like that. They're very opposite. I don't think we know enough about Camilla to really make this judgment. I feel uh, like we have yeah. a good idea about Camilla. Camilla doesn't like nerd stuff or fantasy, yeah, and Ida. Just- embodiment of both those things to an extent so she has that kind of against her right now probably oh, no. i mean out I on all these I get, I get the ship appeal and i do think it'd be fun for loose but like i don't know i kind of like the idea of ida being like a bachelorette who just plays the field and dates everyone and doesn't necessarily ever settle down because that's too well, i think she, that's I think probably what ida she is and yeah. the warden need to get together it she takes it takes oh no the warden. no come on that's the toxic <laughs> ship is ida and the warden um, Camilla is the only one that can, uh, tie Ida down. That's the, the dynamic. You know, it takes, takes someone like Camilla to, <laughs> to really tame, uh, really Ida. Okay. Here's, here's, uh, let's see if you remember this character. Uh, last one, Gus and Matholomew. Oh yeah, Matt's the one who tried to usurp his position as president in the, the human. President, the, hu- right? the human. Oh council. yeah, they yeah. got a vibe for sure. Like human expert. Yeah, so he's he's the Matholomew's the villain of that episode. Yes. Uh, they, they're the opposing forces in school. Uh, this is uh, I'll, I'll say this is definitely the most plausible ship. It's the least yeah. popular of the five, but it, yeah. uh, Dana posted some like uh, uh, pro- promo art she did with uh, and like it's either like Matt Matholomew's giving Gus like look is like some sort of look. So oh, I'm just saying, I was getting the, the I was getting the vibes from nice from that. Be angry. But it's yeah. a look, so we'll take Ten, it. Look, angry, passion, all tied together. You know, look, they all equal if, love. Yeah, if Amity and Luz <laughs> could get together after their uh, disdain for each other, then they can as in, well. initial. Yeah, Gus and Matt. Yeah, Matt. I, Matt has potential to like. Cool is he, do we? Is he Matt? Is that what we know him as? Matt. 
I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna call him his full name. That's too long. Yeah. Okay. Also, it spelled weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're all, they're all witches. Um, yeah, I think this. I actually think the show is gonna do this. I actually think this is happening. Really? Gus and Metal. Okay, that's fine. Matt's gonna have to shape up before he's. Oh yeah, he has to know, shape up. But if he it's, does shape up, then I'll support it. He's gonna he's gonna yeah. keep picking on Gus, but we're gonna learn it's because he likes him. It's gonna be one of those things. I mean, Gus is yeah, kind I of younger, that so that makes sense that maybe they have a, a little more rough. Yeah, time. they're 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 yeah they're both yeah younger, so yeah um. Okay, that so of the five, this is I think the least popular and also the most likely. Yeah, um, that's why it's probably not popular. <laughs> you want the ships that are never going to happen. It makes the most sense. Yeah, I get like Amira Viney, Edric Gerbo. These are like if they meet, we'll see. Those are Edric Gerbo is my top ship. Out you, of- you still don't know who Gerbo is yet. <laughs> You're just saying his name's Gerbo. He's got to be great. Okay, look up, look up. Uh, just Google, Google some Edric Gerbo Fahrenheit. Then you can see no. if you ship it. No, no. computer. I will not do that. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know what it's. It's kids in an owl house. It's, I, don't I don't think. Know what I mean, Gerbo looks like maybe he's a child. Maybe. They're all children. What you like? Gerbo. What if he's a huge? germ maybe he's literally a walking virus he's like, like a goofy no. looking like we rewatched the first day episode uh and we'll, we'll see and they also had like a horse or something as a friend like it was Wait, weird what? okay a dog a horse i don't remember i should an go an edric top ship going i don't know why you remember <laughs> metholomew so much but not uh viney and gerbo um but uh they're all similar episodes. A better name than Jerbo. Jerbo's name's so whack. Like I want something for him so he can have Edric. Amira and Willow. Who? Amira and Willow. Amira and Willow. Yeah, I think there's an age gap there. But how much? But, like age is but a number. Three years. <laughs> Once they're in their twenties, it won't matter. That's true, but it might matter a lot. And if they're in high school, yeah, I don't, they, we don't really. I don't think we know how old the twins are. Yeah, so I think Willow would be like fourteen, uh, same age as them. But again, we don't know. So. Um, maybe this is out there. We gotta check the Wikia. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that would be, yeah, uh, 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 this is not a popular ship, but I like, uh, Willow and, uh, and, oh no, Scara. Yeah, Scara. I like Willow and Scara. Okay, that's my ship. Chill. I like Scara. Yeah, Scara seems a lot more chill than Basha. So I think that's a, be- that's a better pairing for Willow, but, you know, that's why they don't ship it as much is because it's not as, uh, inflamed or I don't know how you'll put it, but it's like, <laughs> Well, and Bosch is yeah, point. yeah. Okay. Uh, last thing I want to bring up we've uh, we've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, but this is a theory totally based on purely no! Little Witch Academia. Um, oh, so, spoil- oh, minor God. spoilers for that anime, which I uh, still see as the main comparison to the Outhouse. But um, there's a figure in a book, Azura, and so Azura has to be somebody real. Like that's the like that's what she you got to do. So what if she doesn't have to be? But <laughs> If you want to follow Little Witch Academia, if what if she's what if Ida is the mythical figure of Azura or someone else's is, is Azura? Okay, I, like so Azura has that tealish colored hair, hair, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. what if Amity's mom looks exactly like Azura? <laughs> oh my! Wouldn't God. Amity's is an Azura fan too, though? Wouldn't Amity have figured this out? No. no. Maybe it's like a, oh my god, what if it's not that Azura is real, but like the person who wrote the series is real. Yeah, we could meet the author of Azura. Yeah, yeah, the author's keeping their identity hidden because it's like so popular. And like maybe if people found out, they'd like judge them based on what their job is. Also, like Amity, 
like I feel like Amity wouldn't make that connection either. Yeah, like who suspects their like, mom or dad? Lou, Lou's mom? meets Amity's mom and she's like, "This is Azura. You've never noticed this? Yeah, that yeah, could be a thing." Like, and she's like, she's like Amity, 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 and Amity's like, "What?" She's like, "Your mom is Azura," and she's like, "No, she's not. That's my mom." Yeah, that'd be yeah, funny. Yeah, a mom can't um, be that cool. I, I don't understand why Luz and Amity both read the Azura books. I don't understand how. I that think works. they're just really popular. They cross. Like, well, how are they a hit? How did? Yeah, how? How uh, did they cross them? That's how popular they are. They're popular. Yeah, but what is? Enough. But how? But stealing <laughs> them from the human world, and Amity has right, got her they, hands are, on it. Yeah, that's my that's the thing that makes the most sense to me is that Ida brought them over along with her junk and Amity somehow read them. But so that means the author's human, so they wouldn't meet them in the boiling aisles unless it was a twist and it's like, oh, it's not human, it's a witch author. It could be it could be a witch who like fled to the human world. And she was just like, Oh my gosh, I remember this and Yeah, it could be like we're talking about how um Bellos might have uh, Human to human, which world? Oh my god, the, the author is the author. Oh, the Bellows is the author. Oh man, that'd be uh, and he's like, These books don't pay me enough, I gotta just take over the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's an indictment on uh, the money artists make. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. We got that's artists this... making the show, maybe that's it. That's yeah, I think that's the message. Show is about. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, I think Azura is another one of those things that doesn't really make sense, but, uh, we'll, we'll see if there's I feel like we'll get the payoff it. eventually, like at some I point. I would, yeah. I would love if, uh, we had a little Jack Damia type twist, but yeah, this, I, this is I a theory really we've had pre-episode one, and now it continues. I don't think there's any reason to doubt it yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Amity's mom, that's another, that's, it would be an interesting contender. I love that idea. Okay. We've hit on everything we had here, uh, Michelle. What is what are your concluding thoughts on our all of our speculation about season two? What's standing out to you that we've talked about? I agree with a lot of it. I'm I'm very excited. I do feel like a rebellion is going to happen in some way, shape, or form. Even if they haven't thought about it, I feel like there's a lot here for them to start thinking about it. And I I really want the society to be dismantled. It, it would just be so exciting. One thing we didn't talk about that I'm kind of like feel a little <laughs> I have mixed feelings on. I I think it's interesting that Bellos says like he can communicate with the Titan and that it like tells him things. And we even like we know he's lying because he says after Ida and Lilith and Luz escaped like oh the Titan told me to let her go it was like all Mm. part of my plan it feels like such a like religion thing right like you're supposed to have somebody who can communicate with God and is supposed to be the one who knows everything because God told them and I just like I find that very interesting that that's a part of his character and that they're why does commentary. no one question it? Like, yeah, no one questions it. They just believe everything he says with no proof. And mm-hmm. I just find that very fascinating. Yeah, it's a good point to bring up of the uh, potential like religious aspect, or just, in general, just this connection of uh, of uh, the, the Bellos and the Titan and how he's pretending about that and uh, how's that? Oh, yeah, Titans are God. Like from the evidence we are given, like yeah, the Titan did give we... this to them. It just it died, and the radiation magic happened, and they ended up like it was totally circumstantial. It wasn't part of a Maybe, larger yeah. plan. Yeah. And if that if it was all an accident, I kind of love that because then it's like yeah, everyone's just like making meaning out of this for better or worse in Bella's case, yeah. and well, it's just there's so much potential with that. 
Yeah, isn't that isn't that how it be though? Yeah, that's how isn't it be. That's yeah. why I love yeah. it. That, <laughs> that is, how, is it be. how it be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a good point to bring up as another aspect of this. Uh, April, how about you? What's standing out to you from what we talked about? Um, I love that there's like just so much possibility about uh, like surrounding Bellows and what that could mean. But I really love the idea of like Luz teaching Ida magic. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be really like exciting to watch, kind of. Like, and just watching, like, Ida get frustrated and and Ida getting frustrated, or not Ida, but L- Ida and Luz both being frustrated by the situation, so. But I'm also really excited to meet Amity's parents, especially if they're going to be sort of, like, a, like, prominent in the season. So, just how they're going to mix into all of it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think we had some interesting possibilities for Amity's parents. So um, we'll see if her we go mom down is any totally going to be Azura. <laughs> that is one of the possibilities the that we talked about. Maybe also leaving the coven. Maybe the spy. Maybe the dad's the spy. So many options. So many yeah. options. They talk, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited by the potential of a rebellion. Um, so I would love to to go down. Uh, that route um and just yeah who ramping doesn't up love the... a good rebellion yeah, yeah who doesn't love a good rebellion yeah that is, as we all have said um so well well we're a lot of exciting things i mean we just um very easily spent you know an hour and a half plus talking about all this so there's a lot here coming out of owl house season one and we're excited to see how it uh, takes shape in second season whenever it will be airing sometime this year so let us know what you thought of all of our theories all the theories we went over what are you buying what do you think uh was we missed the mark on probably a lot uh what theories do you have to add to our discussion leave a comment on youtube if you're listening there on our website at overlyanimated.com you can leave an itunes review um any of that feedback or our discord uh overlyanimated.com slash discord and our if you liked this consider supporting us on patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to our current patrons especially our page of the podcast Rushy Poo, and thanks as well to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, Needle, and Phonition. Um, we'll be back in two weeks. As always, I will say our topic on tap in honor of Valentine's Day will be going over ship archetypes, uh, best and worst Woo! ship archetypes, an interesting uh, topic. So we, we made it one podcast without talking about shipping, kind of, with the, this podcast. So now we'll have to go back to I think we did a really good job. Yeah, a lot of restraint was had. Yeah. yeah, especially by me. Especially but, uh, yeah. by you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm proud of you, honestly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of you guys, too. Thanks. I know Thanks. we all love Lumity, so it's just the uh, we <laughs> But there's a lot. I think the show, I think the show is mostly going to be not, I mean, it's interested in Lumity. I think it's over 50% other stuff for sure. So, like, definitely was a lot to talk about here that uh, the show is going to touch on at least some of, of some of these things. So, um, excited for all that and excited for next week's podcast. We will see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.